This is the Funky Gamer Podcast. Hello, hello, hello there. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Funky Gamer Podcast, a gaming podcast from a bunch of wannabe somebody at still nobody British dudes who think they know stuff. I'm your host, Ricky James, and this is episode 22. Due to timing, we were actually unable to post an episode last week. Due to you. Uh, yeah, apologies for that. It was my birthday, and some Game of Thrones stuff happened. You got a year older. All excuses. I have obligations that apparently I need to fulfil. You do? Uh, weekly obligations? But we are back this week, on form, to talk about a bunch of gaming news. Joining me, as you've probably heard already, as always, to offer their whimsical insight. Hiya. Please, <laughs> please welcome <laughs> my co-host, Chris Wright, Chateau Neuf du Pape. Oh, what? Oh, that's a complete... Why are you going French? Who's... Listen, I, I have not said that I'm going to remain consistent. Why, why, why have you gone French and named a wine that I stock? I saw it on Fools and Horses once, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Did you? Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. The only British people will probably understand what that means. But uh, anyway, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Clearly better than you are. Let's not, discuss, let's not linger on that point for too long. Well, let's not. Cheers for being here, Sonny Jim. All right. Alongside him, as, as you've also probably already heard, the Geordie one, Mr. David Moore. Hurry, pet. Hurry, boys. Hurry. As always, ladies, thank you for joining me. Unless we have any other random crap to talk about at the top here, we might as well jump straight into it. No, I'm going to be professional and just go with it. I'm going to be completely unprofessional as per normal. Sounds about right, chaps. All right, okay, let's move on to what are you playing, in which case. What are you playing? Christoph, it's been a couple of weeks, so why don't you give us an update on the games you're playing right now, douche? I can't remember. It's been a very long couple of weeks. Uh, I'm still on the division. I've tried the new Game Pass games, which we will reveal shortly. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. Uh, yeah, division's a bit grindy. I did. I did actually also buy a game with, with real cash money. With real cash money, I bought the Phoenix Wright trilogy on my PS4. Oh, I've heard so many good things about those games. Yes, I had them way back when on the. I had at least one of them way back when on the Game Boy, and I, I figured as they'd come to the PS4 and the Xbox as the trilogy, now I'd give them a go. Uh, yeah, pretty much as I remember. I need to be a detective and work stuff out in my brain. This sounds like something I really. I haven't played any of them, by the way. I've just heard things. Yes, it's like it's like a myth to me. Yeah. They are good courtroom drama games. If you're into that style of sort of working stuff out and putting bits and pieces together, adventure-style games, then yeah, it'll be for you. Was it Professor Plum in the library with the candlestick order? Uh, Colonel Mustard. Oh. Wrong game there, Dave. Okay. And definitely copyright Hasbro. Okay. I'm just saying, just in case. Yeah, I don't know why that's relevant. Okay. I, that's really cool. I, and I didn't also know it was out on Xbox, as you just said there. Yes, yeah, it came out on PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Yes, it did. Oh, I might have to have a look at this. I remember playing, I don't know if anybody, this is really old school, and in terms of adventure games at least, I remember playing a game when I was a kid called Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? Do you, either of you remember that? Yes. yes. It's that, that kind of game was awesome to me. Like Just the idea that you talk to people and based on their responses, you gather some evidence and you know eventually it leads you to a culprit and you accuse somebody la 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 it was kind of cluedo like i suppose it does was it colonel mustard in the library with the candlestick yes 
That's your answer to everything. It's not FPS. First person shooter. Awesome. So you're enjoying that, Chris. It sounds like at least it's good. Yes, yeah. I've played a few few hours of it and I've got through, I think, the first three cases, I think. How many are there? Oh, God. I I don't even know. Five. Is the five per game? Dave. I don't know. Oh, God. There we go. I just thought I'd throw it over there. Yeah, I don't even know. I'll I'll let you know and I'll update as the weeks go on. Yes. Okay. No problem. I think I might, like I say, see if I can pick it up. The thing is, right, I'm so skeptical about buying games now because I just get the impression that the moment I buy them, they're either just going to become available on Game Pass or something like that. And it's like, ah, well, that's just my luck. So I avoid it. (laughs) In short. It's a risk you have to take sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. I've been burnt so many times, though. The last game that I bought that did that was, or something similar, was Tomb Raider a week before they dropped the price if you remember that big story when everybody kicked off oh I do yeah that was funny awesome well sounds like you're having a good time with Ace Attorney I'm going to check that out myself Dave hello <laughs> what's up what, what's occurring in your world of gaming um we playing a little bit of The Division I finally purchased it yes it's it's alright it's more of the same with a few little elements in but it does look pretty it does look nice and obviously we shall crack on with that one and progress through the story. I'm enjoying it. I'll have a. I'll. I'll touch on my thoughts on that in just a second. But carry on. And I finally managed to get into a Dark Souls game. I'm so happy with myself. You. You've not been off this, and you've raved about it. I've picked up Dark Souls three here, and I've actually managed to kill four bosses, which is a massive achievement for me because I've tried to play Dark Souls two, I believe it was, and ah. I couldn't get away with it, but I'm absolutely loving this one. That's really good going. Once, once you work out, you know, it's like a muscle memory type of thing. This guy's here. How do you do this? This, this. It's, it's awesome. Really good. Really enjoying it. I'm glad you're enjoying it. You, you said for a while that you want to get into one of those, and I'm glad you not only just picked it up, but you're actually getting some value out of it, which is really cool. Yeah. Can't put it down, mate. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> We try to get you on somewhere else all week. We, we did play the division, though, as you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, anything else other than those two, Dave? No, that's it. Good on you. I think those are a couple of fairly sized games, sizable games, at least. You know, they're going to keep you occupied for a while. So I wouldn't expect you to be playing much more than that. I think I'm about 15 hours into Dark Souls actually already. <laughs> keep going. I'm sure you'll give us an update on how you're getting on. Yeah. I'm glad you're enjoying it. So myself, as you've mentioned there, Dave. I'm, playing the Division 2. We've played this a couple of times over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I'm personally enjoying it. I am enjoying it. Like you say, it's a very pretty looking game. I think that's a given, really. Uh, specifically, I, I am enjoying the resource collection aspects. So there's a, 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 Chris, I think you mentioned this a couple of episodes ago, where you have to assist different camps by giving them resources. and Yes, manage all yeah, your control yeah. points. Yes. I'm. Yeah. We started with that, didn't we? Yeah, I'm really enjoying that. I don't know what it is. It just seems like I, I, I actually feel like I'm doing something really, really. And I know I'm not. It's all psychological, but it feels, I don't know, fulfilling in some way. Oh, oh trust me. When you, when you move on in that game and get progress through the world tiers, you will not enjoy control points. Okay, well, thanks for just ruining that for me in one sentence. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. That's what I'm here for. As for everything else, the main campaign missions... Again, something Dave mentioned. We're not that we're not that far on. We're only about like level six or seven. We're yeah, still yeah. really low level. Level six, personally. 
Uh, and I think I'm a, only a, a level above you, Dave, so I'm around level seven, I think. But the campaign missions that I have played have been really fun. You know, challenging, real theatrical set pieces in a lot of cases, uh, and not not too mundane either. And a lot of people criticize the First Division for bullet spongy enemies and things like that. This has just been a challenge in a lot of cases, but we've overcome it for the most part for now. <laughs> yeah, we have. Uh, but that's not to say we didn't get owned a couple of times. Um, okay, so other than that, I've actually also played The Elder Scrolls Online. Ooh, I was waiting for that. Thank you. Yeah, you're not getting it. Okay, I, I can t- kind of understand why. It is a niche game, but as most people who've listened to this show in the past know, I'm an M- MMO fan. I loved WoW. So I'm, I'm new to the Elder Scrolls series of online games. I'm playing as, for those interested, a Dark Elf Rogue. Oh, yeah. There'll be very few of those. <laughs> I'm around level 11. How many, how many listeners have we lost to this point when you mentioned in this game? <laughs> <laughs> That's not true, Chris. I'm going to continue. I am enjoying the various different quest lines that the game has to offer. It's very Elder Scrollsy. It's very lawsy. If you like those kind of games, you'll know what I mean. And I really like the massive open area exploration elements of the game. As per any MMO, really, it's fun to ride. And it's really pretty. On Xbox One X, I'm not going to lie, whether you like MMOs or not, Elder Scrolls Online is a pretty game. And it's kind of fun to occasionally just dabble in quests with other players and that kind of thing. It is a niche, but I'm enjoying it. So there you go. I've got one more as well. No, really? Wow. Okay. Hmm. And then I say one more. I've barely played this, but I've put it on the list anyway because I've technically played it. Batman, Return to Arkham City. Ah, uh, yes. Mm. I've only played the intro. Yeah, I barely started that game myself. So I can't really say much. I'm, I am replaying it, though, because I played it on the 360 when it originally came out. It just looks much prettier. There's a visual upgrade, as you'd expect. But other than that, it seems larger like it's the same game, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. No, it's not. It played very well at the time. I agree. And I will put some more time into that, purely because, one, I did enjoy those games way back when. Uh, They are remastered in a sense, so I want to enjoy that. And, of course, achievements. I get to unlock achievements all over again, which is a cool thing. I'm doing pretty good on my achievements. I've earned like 1.5k in Gamer Score this month. Have you still got a nice round total? It is still, yes. Good. Yes, I have. Oh, don't worry, Chris. I've been keeping well on top of that, Sunshine. That's pretty much it from me, guys. Uh, Should we move on to the Game Pass updates, unless you two have anything else to add to the games you've been playing? No, nothing to add. No, that'll be it. Fantastic. That's all good with me. Why don't we move on then, Chris? Let's plug the Game Pass updates that have dropped for April within the last week or so. Okay, we are starting with a couple of games that I've actually managed to play. So that's cool. Uh, I started Prey. Yes. Which, yeah, it's sort of a, I don't really, it's a jump scare title, for want of a better phrase. It seems very Dead Space. Yes, it's a little bit along the lines of Dead Space. There's sort of uh, weird alien creatures that can transform into everyday objects. Oh, God. Does it, if you, have you ever watched Red Dwarf? Yes. Not to go off on a tangent, but there's a, a very specific creature in one episode of Red Dwarf, or maybe two. Oh, God, I remember that. And that, yeah, that just freaked me out. Anything like that, I stay the hell away from. Yes. Is that the one with the emo hawk or something like that? Yes. That's the one. That's, <laughs> that's it, yeah. Dwayne Dibley. What a right here. Dwayne Dibley. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get back on track. <laughs> Going off on a massive tangent. Uh, so yeah, I can't see me playing very much of that game because it 
scared me a bit. Yeah, I, that's the exact reason I'm going to be staying the hell away from it, as I've just said. Yeah, I, th- I thought I'd give it a go and see, see how I was doing. It's not a game to play in a dark room on your own, that's for damn sure. With the headphones on. Definitely not. Yeah, God, no. I bet that's what Chris did as well. Yeah, I thought I'd go fully immersive and see what happened. New trousers is what happened. Good on you for embracing it. Anyway, moving on. Uh, the Golf Club 2, which is another Game Pass title, which is a golf game. They've managed to uh, take on the PGA Golf Club license. They've managed to take it away from EA because EA weren't using it. Uh, so you get some official courses in there. I actually didn't know this. I know. It's cool, though, isn't it? Yeah, they've got the PGA license, which means they've got a few official courses in there. There are no actual official golfers in there. Is it still like the same game mechanics you'd expect in most golf games where you've got like a meter yes. that kind of thing? Yeah, well, it's a, it's a swing meter now, so you pull your stick back and push it forward to play a shot. Okay. Sounds pretty standard. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure if, if the, the old three-click method's in there or not. I've not even tried that. So yeah, solid golf game. If you like that kind of thing, then yeah. You've probably already played it by now. Very nice indeed. Well, I'm glad to hear you played those two as well, so you can actually talk to some experience, which is good. Yeah. Very nice. Well, I'll take the next two, in which case, so I haven't played either of these. Oh, fact, no, I tell a lie. I've played one of them, but not recently. So the first, well, first on my little list, Monster Hunter World. It's obviously a very well-known game released in early 2018. It's the next in the Monster Hunter series of games, kind of set in a more traditional open world, and you use powerful gear and equipment to trap or kill a wide array of monsters and creatures. As I say, very well received. You probably already know what Monster Hunter World is. Dave, have you played this? I've played a little bit of it, but I didn't play any more from when I mentioned it a few weeks ago. But I will be picking it up a bit more at some point. Okay. Yeah, very nice indeed. I don't think it's my cup of tea. Seems a little bit... I don't want to say this because I don't want to offend any of their fan base. It seems, at its face at the very least, very Pokemon. (laughs) Pokemon, I couldn't see at the moment. Grown-up Pokemon. Yes, that was the kind of thing I was thinking of, although there's plenty of grown-ups who like Pokemon. Don't want to offend them either, you know what I'm saying? I do. So The Walking Dead, A New Frontier, is also the next game that we have here. This is the one that I have played. It's the last real full, quote-unquote, Telltale Walking Dead game. follows the story of a guy called Javier and his family as they deal with the consequences of the virus outbreak that you experience in all of the Walking Dead games. As I say, I've played it. It's very good. If you're into those series of games, as with all Telltale games, check it out. You'll probably like it. Might do. Yeah, I'll be picking that one up. Definitely. Just to finish everything off. It's the first Walking Dead game that used the newer engine that the Batman Telltale games were done in. So it's yeah, it's yeah. a lot better in that sense. I would recommend you check it out. It's a decent story to it, and it's five episodes long. Some tough choices. I enjoyed it. So there you go. Cool. What's up next, Dave? Uh, we have Life is Strange Season 2, Episode 2. Is now on Game Pass. All the other episodes are also available, including Season 1. Now, is it more depressing than the first one? It's equally as depressing. God. It's a slog. I think I'll probably live stream it, which is hopefully going to come back this week. Really? <laughs> uh-huh. I've been doing some uh, testing over the weekend, and I think I'm good to go with it. So watch this space. I don't think I'll bother with Life is Strange, because I don't want to be that depressed, to be fair. But hey, it's, it's fair enough. there for someone out there. I will probably play. Have you played the second episode, Chris? Yes. Excellent. I take it that was pre-Game Pass? Yeah, it was. It was. I purchased it, well, at launch. 
I bought the I bought the whole season pass at launch because I enjoyed the first one, and I'm not really enjoying the second one so far. Kind of cool that they are coming out on Game Pass relatively quickly. Not if you've just purchased it. Oh, well, yeah, the delay between them launching them is long enough. Yeah, I suppose that's true. There you go. What's up next? We have Resident Evil 5. Not 2, as I put. That's correct, mate. Resident Evil 5, mate. Not 2. Might as well own the mistake. If memory serves correct, this is the one with co-op with... I can't remember. It's been that long since I've played it, but if it is the same one, it's not a bad Resident Evil at all. So I suppose you could check it out if that's your thing. And you've played this is the, you think you've played it? I played it on the 360. I'm sure I did. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Is this a remake or is it is it just an upgrade? Or I think it's just a backwards compad version. So it'll be like a 360 version that works on Xbox. Yeah, that that would make a lot of sense. I'm sure it is. Could be wrong. It's in Game Pass nonetheless. It's either some form of remaster. It's the same game regardless, so check it out, I guess. Yeah, you can go and play it for free if you like the Resident Evil series of games. There we go. That's pretty much it on the Game Pass updates for at least this month, this week. God, they're updating a lot these days, so who knows when we'll next have an update for this. Anything else, chats, before we move on to news and discussion? No. (laughs) Okay, okay, thanks for the pregnant pause there. You're welcome. That was awesome. (laughs) Which case, let's go and talk about the things They've been happening roughly over the last seven days or so. Funky Gamer News and Discussion. Righty doke. There's a good few things to talk about. Some of them are just informative, as always. Some of them will probably have a little bit more to say. Chris, why don't you kick us off? Uh, They have announced that they have finished doing the mocap phases of The Last of Us 2. This is good news. This was announced, yeah, this was announced via the game director's uh, Twitter feed. So Mr. Neil Druckmann said uh, the most ambitious cinematic shoot we have ever done is finished and over with we are good to go wow exciting times it is indeed and potentially lends credence to the idea that the game is in fact coming this year i hope so december 2019 already called it dave's calling december i'm going november i was gonna say november to be fair I think I read November somewhere. I don't know where, but I'd probably go with that as well, just based on the... F- oh, wait, did we have a ru- We had a rumour a few weeks ago. I'm sure it was October. Yes, it was around about that time. We're just naming months now. Yep, we'll get it right eventually. Maybe September. No, it was definitely... Uh, it, was, it was October, I'm sure it was. The rumour said October. Yeah, I think, I think it could be right. I'm going to say it's probably going to be out in either... June, July, August, September, October, November, December time. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be out either, either quarter three or quarter four this it's year. It's going to be out at some point. We hope. No confirmation, by the way. Aye. No, but with that, with that guy tweeting that kind of thing, you know that, that that bit's done and that's a major part of the game done. It's very true. Basically just means that now I'm assuming they just have to work and integrate that into the gameplay mechanics and all this other stuff that's involved. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. How difficult can that be? I know, mate. Hmm. See, I wonder. I do wonder how they'd announce it because Sony don't really have any conferences upcoming. No, that's true. There'll be something comes out the woodwork. Some state of play just dropped on where at some point. Yeah, it'll be the it'll be the next Sony state of play that <laughs> they throw that they throw out. Who knows? This when. is coming. This is coming. Boom! 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 Yeah, amongst all the new VR announcements, they'll just drop that in there. Hopefully. Well, again, we'll see. I'm really hyped for this, especially now that this has come out. I hold some hope that we're going to see it this year. I'm very excited. I loved the first one so much. The story was so good. It was. 
and again, didn't finish it. Watch somebody play through, but yeah, it was still good. Doesn't count. Does she? And get it finished. Mm, okay, maybe. I'll see. I'll see. I finished it. I actually finished that game. I think I've got it on PS4 Pro. So I'll check. I'll, I'll, I will check that. And if I do, I will potentially make a commitment to finish it at some point before the next one comes out. <laughs> oh, God. So there we go. We will see what happens with that. Next up, Xbox One S All Digital Edition confirmed. I was going to give this to Dave, but I realized it would probably boil his wee wee and decided not to. I gave it to myself. Good call. See, I do think of you guys when I put these things together. Yes, the Sade edition. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As we are now calling it internally. <laughs> the Sade edition. Yes. It, I think that'll catch on. Hopefully so. We'll, we'll, we'll soon see when it starts emerging all over the web. This is, of course, the new console, call it new console, confirmed by the latest episode of Microsoft's Inside Xbox show. It's an all-discless console. It's the Xbox One S, essentially, without the disk drive, identical to the rumors we reported on a couple of weeks ago. This includes a one terabyte internal hard drive, so not an SSD, unfortunately, but still a hard drive. And it also comes bundled with three games initially, those being Sea of Thieves, Forza Horizon 3, and Minecraft. And it also includes a trial for the Game Pass service. Uh, finally, $250 price tag for entry. It's essentially $50 less than the current Xbox One S console. And they have stated that the price difference is going to remain consistent um, in line with other price drops for the main Xbox One S console. So. <laughs> Do we feel any different about this now? It's confirmed, guys. Really? No. <laughs> There's still a feeling of why. But there we go. They're doing it. At least they're giving it a big enough hard drive. They had to. I'm still of the opinion that the terabyte's still not enough. It's not. No way. Because don't get me wrong. It's a sizable hard drive. Yeah. But I mean, Sea of Thieves is 50 gig. Forza Horizon 3, probably around about the same. So you're talking a tenth of your hard drive space already being taken up by those three games. It's a very strange choice of games to bundle with it. Yeah. Especially Forza Horizon 3. I mean, come on. Well, look at them. it's, It's one of every type of game in a sense. Yeah, admittedly, it comes with your Game Pass trial, so you're not really missing out. But I mean, they could have just dropped the price a bit more, give us a two terabyte hard drive, and said, "Yeah, crack on." Yeah, it's, I must admit, I was surprised at the two hundred fifty dollar price tag, given the fact that it's supposed to be clearly a cheaper console. But it's not only fifty dollars, which some might argue is enough. But I don't know. To me, it seems. I've actually watched a few teardown videos of this, and it literally is an Xbox One S with the hard drive taken out in a. The DVD drive, sorry. Mm. And the connectors are actually still there on the boards to connect a DVD drive to. <laughs> oh, sweet. It's very good of them. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I think it's a bit of a misstep, to be fair, because you're taking one of the biggest features away from it, which is the 4K Blu-ray player. Yeah, that's a good point. For $50 as well. I think it's a massive misstep. It should have been like $150. I think most people, with any sense, will probably just pay the extra fifty dollars and get the standard One S console. And have... well, that's the fact. There's you can get a One S console for the same price with four or five games. They haven't made the difference compelling enough. No, none at all. Which is kind of what, I th- yeah, I was kind of getting at, I suppose. But ah, well, I, I guess anybody listening, I'd love to know if you'd be interested in going all digital with a console like this. Essentially, your reasons behind that as well would be. Uh, good to know if you'd like to get in touch see the show notes or stick around to the end of the show we'll plug some stuff there 
I don't think I have anything else to say on this, other than that the rumours that were originally reported turns out are true. Yay. We were right again. I know, and we're about to be right once more as Dave plugs us on this next news segment. So another thing to come from inside Xbox was the confirmation of Game Pass and Xbox Live stuck together, which is the ultimate pass. And ultimate it is. And ultimate it is. So they're reckoning about the £15 a month price, but we haven't have anything actually confirmed. And it's now available for insiders. But again, it's not a bad idea. It makes sense to amalgamate the two together. What do you have to be to be an Xbox insider? Special. You have to be <laughs> sleeping with Major Nelson. No, mate. You don't. There's no, it's, there's no intercourse involved. Um, no. This is You just be cuddle buddies. I, I'm, an, I'm actually an insider, but it makes no difference to nothing, mate. You end up with software that doesn't work and crashes your Xbox. So Sweet. Yeah. Sounds like a real bonus. <laughs> you get access to the beta dashboard updates. That never works. It makes your console run like crap. Which then crash your Xbox. <laughs> Not always, but if, it depends on which, which build you're in. But if you're in like some of the early ones, some of them are really clunky at first. Buggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you kind of think, yeah, I'm signing up for it. I've just removed myself from that program now. But it does seemingly also get you inside access to things like this. As far as we know, it'll be available publicly late in 2019. And as of right now, no yearly price is confirmed either, which is something I'd be interested to know because I pay for my Xbox Live a ye- per year. So if I could do it on a yearly thing, then I would do, I'd rather pay that because I also get Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense to have the two together as an option. Hopefully, we'll start seeing more surface around the end of the year with regards to that. Still sticking on Microsoft Train, though, they have announced finally, guys, their official date for the E3 conference that they will be presenting this year. It's June the 9th. We'll be here before we know it. I can guarantee you that is going to fly by. and We're going to do a pre-E3 episode with some predictions and stuff in early June, and I can guarantee that's going to come around way, way quicker than we're anticipating. Yeah. You'll be able to watch the stream for that conference on Mixer in 4K on any device, assuming that device, of course, supports 4K. Not a ton to say here, just wanted to mention the confirmation that's come with regards to the date. For those that might be interested, set your calendars, because it's pretty much going to be the only real big gaming event presentation thing this year, since Sony really aren't doing much. Although we've still got Ubisoft and EA, I suppose, to look out for. I don't think there's, any, I don't think there's anything more to say on it, really. They, they've set it up very nicely. They, they, they said during their Inside Xbox show that the the next inside xbox they will do will be around e3 so yeah it was kind of a given cool okay well tell you what then why don't we move on to the big piece of news that surfaced especially over the last week definitely a big one dave do you want to take this and give us some info and then we'll have a a chat about it finally getting some specs of the direction the ps5's going in um they demonstrated that it had an ssd in it and the demonstrated difference between load times um, was it 15 seconds for the ps4 pro for spider-man to load and it took 0.8 seconds for it to load with this ssd slightly slightly quicker yeah what, what we're doing here to be clear we'll run down some of the features so first one up there and obviously an ssd as dave mentioned it's hopefully going to shave down on loading times in a massive way as per the tests that have been shown and it has a custom gpu that's based on the radians navi family which will allegedly support ray tracing and allow up to 8K resolutions and be fully backwards compatible with PlayStation 4. Very nice. Well, they had to do it. We all knew that they had to make this PS4 back back compatible because can you imagine if they hadn't? That's got to be in it. 
And moving on to CPU, it's based upon the AMD Ryzen. It'll be a third generation chip and have eight cores. Going to be beefy then, quite clearly. And for the most part, these are usually custom chips as well. So they're, they're very much designed to be, be within games cheap. consoles. And shock, shock, horror, it will include a disk drive. Go and move Sony. Uh, yeah, this kind of wasn't <laughs> surprising to me. No. They don't mention teraflops, so I'm very confused. Yeah, well, there's a there's a good reason for it. I have I have no benchmark here. None. Fifteen. What teraflops? <laughs> 15 That'll do. That teraflops. sounds good. So we have also had confirmation that it will not drop this year, which is good. So, which is good, yeah. I'm reckoning 2020 for that one still. And also, it wasn't referred. It was the PlayStation Five. Yeah, I thought that was quite an interesting thing. He never at any not? point. No, he didn't. No. At one point, refer to it as the PlayStation Five. He just called it the next generation. The next generation. So, the, I mean, they're not going to change. They're not going to take PlayStation out of it. That, that would just be stupid. No. no, no, that would be a very weird move. But will they do something like Microsoft have done and call it? It's not going to be this. You know, what I'm going to say the PlayStation X. The Pro Plus. No. <laughs> no. I'll wake you up in the morning. Yeah. As a Pro Plus joke. The Sony Games Console. Another Sony's Games Console. So this is really cool news as far as PlayStation fan goes. A lot of hype for this, of course. It's been covered widely over the web over the last week or so. I guess the questions that we've got here, first and foremost, why now? I have an idea on this, but I'd be intrigued to see what you two think. Now is the time. Why not? Now is the time. Yeah, they've got they've got nothing else coming. <laughs> yes, we all we all knew these new generation consoles are coming. And it was just a matter of time of who announced it first. But I did did see something. Apparently, Microsoft console is going to be more powerful than this. This isn't obviously something that's widely known, but we've got no specs on that. But yeah, I'd also okay. heard this. But yeah, I think it's all conjecture at this point. So Microsoft will just come out and said, as is going to be better. Yeah. Is that it? That's, <laughs> that's all good and well. Microsoft cool. X is better than the PlayStation Pro, allegedly, but I still find no games to play on your console and find myself on my PlayStation 4. How does that work? I know, right? A better console, yet yeah, effectively last time. No games. That. Yeah, so well, hopefully that will change as of E3 this year, but remains to be seen as it does with every single year. I personally... Though the main rumor that I seem to see going around with regards to why now in terms of Sony's announcement of this, simply because they're not going to be at E3, which I think is what you're, you basically alluded to, Chris. <laughs> I think it's simply they don't have a presence at E3. They need to retain some public attention in some way. And by giving this interview and some information on future generation hardware, that basically fulfills that requirement for them. Yeah, they've come out and said, we're still here, uh, we are doing stuff, but we can't really tell you very much about it right now. Here's some stats. It's it's a bit like how you approach your Chris's Corner every week, isn't it, really? What, hastily put together on a very small budget? We don't know that they didn't just kind of like write this all down on a napkin about half an hour before the wide interview. They definitely did. Mark Cerny is that much of a genius, I believe. Yes, he wrote it on the back of a stamp. <laughs> yes okay <laughs> so do we have any thoughts on the hardware overall because i mean there's a lot of numbers that we just thrown out there the ssd is a pretty cool fact you know shaving literally 15 seconds off a load versus the ps4 pro is a big deal but kind of expected it's an ssd that's how they work well i'll put a solid state hard drive in me ps4 and it makes a hell of a difference with that so 
that's what I mean. And you can do that on current generation. So as, as nice as that is to have, uh, the interesting thing really will be what will the games look like on this? You know, uh, they, we all know they're going to play in the standard PlayStation way. That comes down to the pad, and that's iterative on the current DualShock controller, which has always been to some the world's best controller. It's got, <laughs> controversial. It's going to depend who you ask. So it's not really how how a game's going to play. It's how a game's going to look. And with the introduction of things like ray tracing and things like that that we haven't seen on a console before, I'm very intrigued to see exactly what kind of output this machine can give. Of course, we don't have that yet, so. Yeah, it's all for speculation as of right now. I love speculation. 8K, here's where we're moving on to. 8K? Even though I've just got a 4K TV. <laughs> Will the games be able to render in 8K, though, is the question. Well, I don't know. I'm not techie enough. All those things you've just said, I had no idea what any of them mean. Um, I mean, there's no mention of how much RAM it'll have either, so I mean, that's a big factor. Many RAM. Many RAM. Many RAM and a lot of teraflops. Nah, it'll do its job. Some decent specs in there for what it is. But it all comes down to the games, doesn't it, really? This is it. And one thing I can see is first-party Sony games have quality all the way. I know, right? And uh, hopefully we will see more out of Sony, although having a quiet year on their part is... Not at E3. Yeah, no, not necessarily a good look as of right now. But we remain faithful, I suppose, to, to, to both brands in my case. Okie dokie. Um, shall we move on? I think that's the last of the news segments that we've got here. It is. That is. Excellent. I don't think, well, quite clearly from the previous episodes, i.e. two weeks ago, certainly no feedback to offer at this point. I think Carl was... I've, I've got, yeah, I've got something from Carl. Uh, is it with regards to expansion on the What Are You Playing games? No. Because it was something he mentioned to me in the Discord. That is something that we tried to yes. take on board this week more than anything, so hopefully that was a little bit more noticeable. <sighs> Who knows? Go for it, Chris. He has given us a game to give away. Okay. Yeah, I know. He he purchased uh, he purchased many codes for Overcooked to give out to friends and family, and not many people wanted it off him. So uh, I, I have. He, he sent me uh, an Xbox... Uh, code for overcooked so if anybody wants that get in touch very cool indeed i mean i haven't i i I think i've heard of it is it a mobile game or what it's it it's a cookery game so you run around a kitchen it's sort of a, a multiplayer cookery game so you're sort of manning certain stations and putting together food for items and other bits and pieces so yeah, it's a very strange game, and yeah, it, I would guess it would lead to you shouting at somebody playing co-op with it. Okay, well, that's awesome. What we'll do, um, I will. I don't know how we how's best to actually see whether we can. I mean, don't get me wrong; I don't expect a ton of people to to get in touch. But it, I don't expect anybody to get in touch. Me neither. But on the off chance that they do, say there's just more than one. It's how how do we choose in that case? I'll pick a number out of a hat between one and two. As the host of this podcast, I'm now going to delegate that to you. I want no part. That's fine. <laughs> no, I will, I will, I'm okay with that. I will certainly uh, assist with giving out the code and taking the credit for that. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Yeah, it, it would be rude of you not to. Well, thank you very much, Carl. That is amazing, man. That is really, really, very, very cool indeed. And yeah, if anything, it shows some just some support for the the podcast in general. And I'm massively. Well, let's not go overboard. He spent a couple of quid it's more than you've spent <laughs> i spend my time 
doing the show. <laughs> All right, fair enough. And to be fair, you bought a boom arm, so I will give you some credit for that. Yes, I did. There you go. Thank you. I think it's a good use, I see. Yes, always. Right, well, thank you very much for that, Carl. If you uh, would like a copy of Overcooked, I don't know, was it, should we ask for entries on Twitter so people to get in touch on Twitter? We'll plug the stuff at the end. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah, it's probably the best bet. Wonderful. Chuck us a message on Twitter to the main Funky Gamer account. We'll plug that at the end uh, if you'd like a copy of that. And f- I don't know, first person to get in touch, you got it. There you go. In which case, Chris, should we move on to your wee little corner? <laughs> yes, let's. Fantastic. Let's go. It's time for Chris's Corner. Okay, here we go. Uh, Cross compatibility has been something that's come up a lot over the past six months, a year. And there were reports this week saying that Sony blocked character transfers between platforms in Destiny 2. Oh, like without player knowledge? Yes. Yes, they wanted wanted it to be uh, PS4. They wanted the PS4 to be the main sort of hub for Destiny 2 and didn't want uh, any sort of character transfer or anything to be moved across to any other format. That's kind of... I don't want to say shady, because maybe that's a bit hyperbolic. It definitely is. Yeah, but in, <laughs> if, you, if you're willing to agree maybe, with me... Maybe it, was a, maybe it was an Activision thing. <laughs> Could be. Bungie wanted it. Sony said no. All right. So it's Sony's fault. Yes. Damn you, Sony. Hmm. Yes. Sony just throwing a spanner in the cross-platform works again. They seem to be throwing a number of spanners recently. Yes. It's a lot of, I mean, they do a lot of good. But honestly, every once in a while, there's a story that comes along that makes you think, why? Why, <laughs> why are you doing this? Why? What, what benefit does it possibly have to you? I don't know if this is on your list for this week, Chris, but there's also something else that I saw in the last couple of days, actually, Go on. regarding censorship and Sony. Okay. Have you seen anything about this? No, please carry on. I have. So, yeah, I'll just, just given the fact that it kind of relates to what you're saying here, and again, not to paint Sony as bad apples, but it's just what I've seen. They are actually self-policing uh, content that appears on their platform based on what they believe to be ethical, non-ethical, that kind of thing. So much like Steam got into a hoo-ha for a number of months back where they blocked some anime game where you could play with boobs or something like that. It is something along them lines where you can actually fondle the characters. I mean, come on. Uh, Young Yeah did an amazing video where he, he, he says jiggly so many times and it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really funny. Go check it out. Jiggly is a good word. It, jiggly. It is, yes. But let's not get into the logistics of why that is the case. Let's, let's remain focused <laughs> on the jiggly. jigglies. Yes. Uh, let's, return, let's remain focused and mature. Correct. So, yeah, the, the essence of the story here, Chris, is that Sony have been or started to self-police on the platform outside of the age ratings board, you know, regardless of whether they pass age rating and certification, that kind of thing, which some are saying infringes on free speech rights and all sorts of things. So there you go. <laughs> Don't if you two have any thoughts on that, God. Don't care. No, it's just Sony being Sony. But it is. A, it's something that they've chosen to do, whether it's right or wrong. Yeah, yeah, they are the they're sort of a, a big enough unit now to sort of throw the weight around. Yeah, yeah. We'll leave that debate for other people, but I just thought I'd tack it on. Uh, here we go. Item number two. Talking of grown-up and mature news, 
Smash Brothers added a level editing feature in their most recent update. And would you like to take a guess at what most levels people are making of? Levels with penises in them. Very good, Dave. Yay! You always rely on the community that we're penis. <laughs> there are multiple penis levels. Yeah that are now circulating on Smash Brothers. Awesome. Thank you, internet. I have no comment. <laughs> it's your maturity. Excellent. Well <laughs> yes. yes, it shows no bounds. And Nintendo are going around and trying to knock this on their head. Chris is making a backup website so that people can access it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, yeah, Nintendo are trying to sort of stop people from making penis levels by... Uh, just there's, <laughs> no need to, there's no need to be don't swear about it Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> oh god I'll get me caught there are so many so many penis jokes I can't believe that I've just heard you say Nintendo is stopping people from making penis levels and that's just there you go I mean they're willing enough to show us Mario's nipples but hell you make a penis level on Smash Brothers and that's it son you've had it how many of them have you played be honest. All of them. No, no, I genuinely haven't played any of them. I've not, I've not loaded up Smash Brothers in a while. <laughs> I was expecting years ago. The best one is three minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it shoots rainbows. Oh, no. No, there's a line. <laughs> no, no, The line no, is a no. dot to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you jump up and down on it enough, I'm gone. This is going down a very dark alley. Let's move on, shall we? Please move on. <laughs> Okay, uh, we are all aware of Notre Dame burning down last week. Oh, yeah, this is sad. It was horrendous news. And, uh, yeah, many, many people have chipped in with money. And, yeah, multi-billionaires have said, yeah, we'll help you refund making it. But Ubisoft have also chipped in with some cash. And sort of as part of this, uh, Assassin's Creed Unity has been reviewed bombed on Steam, but in a good way. Oh, because obviously it features Notre Dame in in one of its massive levels. Yeah, it does. So yeah, Unity Unity's getting upvoted massively on Steam right now due to sort of the detail of the the level of sort of accuracy of Notre Dame that they put in there. That's really cool. So people are going to yeah, they're going to I think they are going to use it sort of as a base to make uh, Notre Dame as it was, as close as they can. Using review bombing f- for the force of good for the first time y- ever. Yes, yes. Who'd have thought that? Still a double standard. Yes. And we're noting as well that they, um, they've they made the release free for PC users. Yes. Yes, they have. Which I thought was very cool as well. Yeah, it is very good of them. It's nice of Ubisoft to do something good. Yeah, I will actually also put, because I believe there's like some kind of global link where people can go and donate to the, uh, obviously, the recovery of Notre Dame and the rebuilding. So if I can locate that, I'll put it in the show notes for anybody that's feeling charitable. Uh, also on the Notre Dame thing, there's one guy who's actually gone out of the way to make uh, Notre Dame Cathedral in No Man's Sky. There is a planet in the game now with uh, Notre Dame Cathedral on it. That, awesome. That is in- quite incredible. Have you seen what it looks like? I have, yes, and I'll throw up the link. I'll send you the link to to add to the show notes. It, it is only the outside of it, but it is pretty cool. Awesome. Is it accurate? Yes, it is. It, is. it looks pretty spot on. Who knew that you could do that kind of intricacy in No Man's Sky? 
Well, there you go. I think the the multiple updates have helped that game. Indefinitely, yeah, for sure. And they will probably continue to do so. Yeah, they will, definitely. Very nice indeed. Yeah, it's still got it's still got a player base, so there you go. Awesome. And obviously, we hope France recovers quickly from this sheer tragedy. Awful news. Yes. Uh, here endeth my corner. Thank you very much. Your corner hath ended. Ah, ha, ha, so... So, anything else that you want to add to that, Dave, of course? Yes, hey, yes, yes, I have. Dave and Chris <laughs> is gonna... So I don't know if anybody knows this, but there was a theme released for God of War 4 for the first anniversary of the game. Oh, yes. And this theme allegedly has Norse writing on the side of the boat, and it spells out Ragnarok is coming. Oh. Which fits in beautifully with the end of God of War for those who finished it. Yes, yes. it does. It does. And it he said it's not hinting at any DLC. New game coming. So it has to be a new game. Come yeah. on. <laughs> awesome. That is awesome. I have, it, this is a free theme for the PlayStation, just to clarify. I do believe it's the Americans only. Oh, but that's racist, maybe. Uh, it's blame Brexit. It's probably Brexit's fault. Yeah, absolutely. Those Americans getting all the good stuff again. Yeah. But yeah. That's interesting in itself. The fact that it's hitting that Ragnarok, which is what it did hint at at the end of the game. Did. Huge. Very nice little leak indeed. Well, not, not a leak. It's the kind of thing that we expect from CD Projekt Red, really. They hide stuff, which I like. I love that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So with a bit of luck, probably not this year and probably not from Sony at any point, we will hear about this. Yes, we will. Launch title PS5. Very nice indeed. Well, thanks for that addition there. That's a really nice little one that I did indeed see myself, but nice so that nice to plug it so that people know about it. Thank you very much. In which case, should we move on to the plugs and start to wrap this one up, boys? Yeah. Wonderful indeed. Plug life. Okay, so as always... You, the listener, you lovely person, you're listening to us across iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or YouTube. By the time this goes out, every one of those should be up to date, because I've been a little lax on the YouTube stuff. That's not like you. It's just time. I do try. I try so hard, you have no idea. But anyway, if you're checking us out on those platforms, thank you very much indeed. Absolute legend that you are. Please go ahead if you want to help us out, because it costs you absolutely nothing. Leave us a star rating, and if you're feeling extra generous, a review, because that really helps with the podcast algorithms across the various different networks. And, of course, we'll go ahead and plug the Twitter stuff just so that you can get in touch with us. Again, we've got a code for Overcooked. If you want that code, please tweet at the main Funky Gamer account, which is at Funky Gamer blog. All of these in the show notes below. Please use the hashtag FGPodcast. State that you'd like the code, and we'll see if we can get it to you. The first person that got comes to me and asks for it, you've got it, basically. So there you go. Chris, do you want to plug your Twitter handle? X underscore CW. And Dave? E46, Dave. And I am at Ricky James. Thought I'd switch the order up this week. See what I did there? Very clever. Well done. Subtle. Yeah. 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 So yeah, go ahead and get in touch with them on, on Twitter. As I stated at some point in the show, live streaming, hopefully coming back this week, I've been doing some stuff over the course of the weekend in build-up to this. That will inevitably make it so that I can broadcast once more. I'm sure Dave will be alongside to kick some butt at some point. Maybe. We will see. I don't know how the configuration for that's going to work. So check out the, uh, the live stream links below. I think we're going to be streaming to Mixer. I like the service, so 
and it's little to no delay, a bunch of other benefits. I'll see. Check out the stream links below and be sure to follow us on those networks if you want to know when we go live. I'll be streaming, hopefully, some Life is Strange this coming week. <laughs> yeah. you really streaming Life is Strange? Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. Just checking. Why? You sound dubious. No, no if, you, if you're feeling happy and upbeat, then go for it. If you are feeling slightly depressed, then do not watch Ricky's live stream of that game. I will make it as entertaining as I possibly can. <laughs> oh, boy. God help us out. I can make bad out of a bad. I can make good out of a bad situation. Should I say? I, uh, okay, yeah. I, I, well, I have no doubts there. I'm sure you'll turn up and poke your nose in at some point, as you normally do. So it's got to be done. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I I look forward to your inevitable encouragement on that day, Chris. Yeah, so do I now. Uh, I know. Well, hopefully we'll we'll get to that, and it'll be a good time. And a, I mean, a really, really good time. Other than that, everything else I'm just going to leave to the show, the show notes themselves. So Discord, Reddit, obviously encourage people to join the Discord. Check out the invite link below, uh, as well as the stream links and the PSN, Xbox tags, if you want to add us on those networks. It's all down below. I've got nothing else. I'm done. Chris? I've got one more thing. What's your one more thing? Uh, GTA 6 has popped up on an artist's resume. Oh, okay. I did not know this. Yes, a guy who works at Rockstar India has added it to his resume. What did it say? Just, I did some drawings for GTA 6. Yes, pretty much. Yes, that is it. This is, this is why this is tacked on at the end of it. I'm adding God of War to my resume just to make a trip. <laughs> <laughs> Lead programmer. Yes. You can put anything on LinkedIn these days. You can, you can. So yeah, he's, he's previously done some work on GTA 5 and Red Dead. So uh, his mentioning of GTA 6 is not beyond the realms of possibility. Do we have the uh, dates against those at all? The dates against what? So normally in a resume, you say when your tenure for each place was or on what thing. And the reason I ask... Again, do you expect me to have thoroughly researched this? No, no. But maybe we could check it out. Because the, the reason I ask is because if we can look at when his work on GTA 5 was done and the work on Red Dead, see what I'm getting at? Yes, I do. Eddie, you want to go dig into this man's history? No, but it might give us some indication. Say, say in both cases, it was roughly two years before those games came out. We know that we can then potentially expect GTA 6 in 2021, for instance. Yes. I, it's, I think it's a sound theory, but it might not work out. It, it might not, but I mean, it's, it may be worth doing some research. Okay, well, that requires time and effort, some of which I have and some of which I don't. <laughs> you, you, have, you have one, but not the other. Yes, and I'm going to leave it up to your imagination as to which is which. Okay, that's fair enough. Chaps, do we have anything else that you'd like to talk about before we say goodbye? No. No, I'm I'm definitely done. Yeah, I'm done. I think. Yes, yeah, I'm definitely done. You're always so annoying. I know. Anyway, thank you very much for being here, chaps. Appreciate it. As always, we'll endeavour to be here next week. That's the plan. You're welcome. Cheers. You are welcome also. And as for you, the listener, you lucky pup. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks ever so much for tuning in. We will be back next week. My name is Ricky James. This is the Funky Gamer Podcast, episode 22. I'll speak to you soon.